Hi, I'm Terry. And I'm Seal. We are so excited about <laughs> launching our podcast called Two Scoops, which is designed to empower you to lead a healthier lifestyle. Each episode will provide helpful tips on reframing your thinking and considering new possibilities for your life. Hi, I'm Terry. Hi, I'm CL. So we thought this would be a perfect time to discuss how you can move into 2020 with greater intention. New Year's is really a wonderful time to do self-reflection, and our podcast is designed to help you pause, and that's exactly what we want to do today, is to help you kind of navigate into 2020 with greater intention so that you can feel more mentally happy, physically healthy, and spiritually whole. And what's interesting is how does self-care factor into that? And we're going to talk about specifically self-care today because the quality of your life really does depend on it. Absolutely. And I think that self-care is that word right now that I feel like is something that um, we're all paying attention to. Um, I know for myself, I am. And Terry and I have had multiple conversations. And we're even excited about the workshop we have coming up because it's all about self-care. It is. That is in Charlotte, North Carolina, January 18th. We'll tell you more about it. But self-care really does sit in the centerpiece of everybody's life. And it's often the thing that's on our minds, but often the last thing that we really do. So we wanted to kind of frame up what does self-care really mean? Because everybody kind of has their own perspectives of it. And I think for me, I mean, the first thing that I think about is like bubble baths, walks on the beach. <laughs> You know, anything that makes me feel calmer, more at peace, healthier, happier, or whole. I was going to say, and for me, it's like taking five minutes, five minutes, y'all, just to stop and make sure that I do all the things in the morning because sometimes you get in a hurry and it's like even brushing your teeth. Like, take the five minutes. Do those things that you need to do for yourself. So it's funny that Seal mentions that because I've been doing a a lot of research on self-care and I read something. It was a Harvard review about what does self-care mean? And the fact that everybody does have sort of a different perspective. And one thing that was interesting is it pointed out that self-care is not always things that make us happy. And I thought, dang it. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to land in that spot all the time. But it was very interesting because, you know, there's two sides of te- to every equation. You know, it's the 80-20 rule. It always seems to land there. And although I don't like to clean my car, I don't like to balance my checkbook. And sometimes I really don't like to brush my teeth. (laughs) I do, but sometimes (laughs) I don't. But it is important because guess what? It's healthy. And at the end of it, you usually do feel a lot better. So it's a matter of striking that balance. What are the things that feed your soul that you love doing? But then what are those things that you're like, ah, I don't want to do them. But you save enough energy and you create ways that really make it possible for you to accomplish these things that aren't necessarily on the top of the self-care list. Make sense? Well, yeah, and it totally makes sense because I – um, that's been kind of ever since we started talking about self-care. Um, one thing for me is going to the doctor. Like, that is such a, like – Number one, I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. It takes time out of your day. Like, it's all of that. But where I'm at in my life and the importance of it and taking care of myself and making the appointment – and following through with that, um, to some people may sound ridiculous, but to me, that's just kind of where I'm at. So um, that's one thing I've told myself this year that I'm going to do as part of self-care. And, you know, we think about um, 
the why. The why is self-care important? And I think we first land in what does self-care mean? And then you start thinking about all the things that you have to do. And sometimes that can even become overwhelming. And, you know, when you got already a big, busy schedule and now you're trying to layer self-care into it, not to mention some of the self-care stuff you don't want to do, then it's like, dang, where and how am I going to figure this out? And I think the why helps us move into a more intrinsic place, which is why is self-care important? Why is my life important? Why is it important to be healthy? And why is it important to be happy? And what does that really mean? And when we get closer to the why and underneath it, and we realize that our health is a vital part of our well-being, and that we as human beings, me personally, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to carve out time to do things that are going to make me feel more at peace, more whole, not just for myself, but so I can give back. I have a full container so that I can give back to my friends and my family. I can participate life in a way that makes me feel like I can get up and have energy and that I can move through life without deficit, right? And I want to live in this place of abundance. And I know if I don't feed myself and I don't get full, it's going to be very difficult to move through life with that sense of abundance. Yeah, because I the same thing. Like, and and Terry and I both have been involved with the nonprofit community and giving back, and and a big piece of who we are is is constantly is doing that, is pouring out, and giving back, and being part of. But, um, and I can say like, you know, taking time for myself to, um, whether it's take a few minutes and read every day, or, um, take a few minutes to meditate, or, um, doing simple things like that. Like, if I don't take the time to do that, then just like you said. I'm not going to be ready to serve or to give because my my tank will be empty. And I know that that's something that's really, I think people are, are really all struggling with. Yeah. You know, I use the word intrinsic and I wanted to unpack that a little bit more is often we have these external goals and these things that we want to achieve. And sometimes they're not even coming from our own internal voice. They're coming from pressure from society's pressures, or we have to fit into a norm or our family of origins telling us that we need to do or be this certain way. And I think the intrinsic piece is not to look for external pressure to force you or to convince you to do something, but it's really getting quiet within your own, really your own head, your own thoughts, and to get inside your heart and to to learn and to recognize that we have to have compassion, like self compassion first. Self-awareness, self-care, self-compassion, all those self-words that often are taboo. I mean, you're not supposed to think about yourself. You're not supposed to be nice to yourself. You're supposed to keep giving and doing and being for everybody else. And I'm like, that's a little bit of a BS, uh, like internal dialogue, <laughs> if that's sort of what you're saying, because, you know, self, the, the journey inside, the self-discovery, the self-awareness, the self-compassion, the, the self-care, the self-love, all the self-words or what is really going to make you land in your heart so that you take care of yourself first so that you can do exactly what you said. You can go out and be a better human being, make a mark on this planet that is bigger and greater than you could have ever imagined because you have the capacity to do it. You feel healthy, happy, and whole, and therefore you're fueled like your tank is full so you can serve and give back with 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 greater abundance. And I and I just kind of want to back up a little bit cuz you just talked about um self-compassion and gosh, I think that's such a big thing. I um I think that we and I know I'm speaking for myself, but like there are moments where 
when you don't feel like you're meeting up to expectations or pressures or all that stuff that you tend to beat yourself up. And so having that self-compassion and knowing what you truly can and can't do, knowing your limitations, um, I really think is a huge, huge piece of the whole self-care. Like, um, just kind of speak more to the whole, um, self-compassion. Like, uh, what about you? Like, what what have you experienced, or what what do you feel like as as far as um, working with people and and what you do for a living? Because you help people. What? How do you like? How have you seen it addressed, or how do you encourage people to address that? So you know, I, I use this word pause all the time, and I feel like it's been my life preserver. Because I've been like fast forward, supersize, move quick, do quick, don't practice self care, check the box a plus personality and it'll rob your soul and I think for me this last five years in particular is been about pausing so that I can almost do an emotional level set like from an inventory standpoint and sometimes even in the morning we are hearing this buzzword you know mindfulness and meditation and both those are a form of of pausing and how can I be fully present in this moment to really assimilate what I'm feeling. You're not just in my head, because that's where we tend to always go, is to thought. And really we need, and would what would help is to drop into feelings. How can we get out of our minds and drop into our bodies and begin to really do almost like a body scan? How am I emotionally feeling today? How do I feel as far as energy? Is it on a scale of one to 10? And, and really that compassion starts with awareness. And I think for me, just taking more time to check in, to get out of my head, to drop into my body, to be really clear on how I'm emotionally feeling and letting the body work in a more holistic fashion so that I am moving through life with, with greater awareness. And then I think I can be more intentional and I can even recognize that I need more self-care. I need more pause. And what might that look like based on my busy schedule? What is realistic? But I think without the pause, that initial, let me get more clarity. It's very difficult to move into any kind of intentional action. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, I just, you know, you go back and, and you start breaking down. Like I feel like we're breaking down self-care. Like to all these different, um, there's different pieces to it. So it's not just like, um, you know, whether it's like the fitness piece or whether it's like the eating piece. Like it's it's really getting down to um, just the, the emotional side and, and who you are as a person and um, and really what makes you you. Yeah. And so it, this is this is such an interesting topic, and there's so much to it. Um, and now I kind of want to jump to okay, so let's talk since it's New Year's, right? And everybody is cranked and pumped right now for a fitness challenge. Everybody is on that gets on that train for at least six weeks. Um, but even with that, like um, setting expectations, which is a self care thing. So setting expectations for yourself that you can actually um, achieve. Whether, you know, whether it's like you're going to try to work out twice a week or you're going to get up and take a walk every day or you might go take a yoga class twice a week. Um, it just comes down to the same thing as self-care is setting, um, you know, setting expectations that are achievable and not something that's so over the top that you just give up all the way, right? And then you just lose total perspective and you, instead of your, you've just left self-care. Yeah, I think... Seal has hit on a, a, a bullseye because 
it really is a holistic perspective. And a lot of times we'll, we will move to the fitness piece first, because guess what? We look in the mirror and our society teaches us that we must look a certain way, or at least there's this influence. And that's very visible. And 80% of information we take in is, is through visual. And so no wonder we get in front of the mirror and go, oh my God. <laughs> and so the recommendation is to go much deeper than that. And it's not just about what's on the outside. It's about what's going on on the inside. And it's truly looking at your life, looking at how how are my relationships? Are they healthy, happy, and whole? How is my mental well-being? How is my spiritual well-being? How is my health? Am I going to the doctor? How am I taking care of myself in terms of moving my body, fueling my body, resting my body. So it begins to be a deeper conversation and the way that we take inventory is much richer. We're not just staying on the surface. We're getting much deeper inside of what truly makes us healthy, happy, and whole. And I I would just encourage, you know, everybody to to really pause and begin to take inventory in all the dimensions of your life and begin to get really clear on which things are most important and the why they're important. Because we cannot, you know, build Rome overnight. Nothing that we achieve in a minute is going to be sustainable. So what are the things that we can do to set ourselves up for success? We can pause and get clarity. We can set up realistic expectations based on really what's important to us get very clear on the why they're important, and then set up an action plan. I mean, what is doable every day that I can do for maybe 15 minutes and whatever that might be, and it may be in a few different categories. And then how can I work with like-minded people, my tribe, to help me hold, help hold me accountable? And maybe it's a best girlfriend, maybe it's a coach, maybe it is you're, you're doing a, a weight loss challenge or a workout challenge and hopefully you're getting a little deeper than that because those can keep you surface so it's not just working out and it's not just eating well it's like why that's important and then having people around you that are going to support you and we tend to pick up the habits of the people we hang out with so I'm just saying you might <laughs> want to pick some folks that are aspiring to achieve some of the same things you're working to achieve because that 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 really creates this sense of community which helps things become more sustainable. You're not just doing it by yourself or on your own. You're really being supported by like-minded people, which can be very, very helpful, especially when you hit those barriers or you're not particularly staying on your plan. And it's not beating yourself up. It's treating yourself with great compassion when you find that you might be falling off the wagon, if you will, and how can you get back on? And I think if you are beating yourself up, real difficult to get back on that horse. You've got to meet yourself with compassion. you got to have a community and a support system around you that's going to give you a hand out. And I wouldn't say a hand out. That's probably the wrong word, a hand up, because a hand up means they're just supporting you. And I think that that it has all got to come from within, that internal motivation and drive. And then you have supporting cast around you that can make that process a little bit easier. Yeah, I, I totally agree. The, the whole tribe thing, community thing is really important because you really become you become the person you whether you want to be or, or who you are by who you surround yourself with. So 
if you're surrounding yourself with people that are on the same page and doing the same things, then you've got that constant, um, kind of like that back and forth, like a tennis match where it's, you know, it's equal, right? Cause everybody's kind of working in the same, in the same thing. And you kind of, you know, one day somebody might need an encouraging quote or a high five and next day it might be you that needs it. So it's just, yeah, the tribe is, is super important and a, and a huge piece of self-care because you need to be able to um, relate to others. You need that. You need people. Like I've heard people say, oh, I don't need anybody. That's so not true. Like we all were meant to be with people. Um, and it doesn't matter how small you might have a community of like three of you, or you might have a community of 25. It doesn't matter. It's just being a part of something and connecting and collaborating and just um, kind of feeding off of each other's energy. Like I just think that's so empowering. And I think it's such a huge part of, you know, when you're in the process of discovering who you are and, and Terry going through really like a checklist, it's almost like a daily checklist that you need to have when you start your day of kind of where am I today and, you know, how am I feeling and what kind of things am I going to go after? But you're kind of, you're breaking it down more than just like, I, just like we talked about the fitness, like it does go deeper. So I really think that that's a huge, um, that, that can be a huge thing for all of us if we kind of take that daily inventory. Agreed. And, you know, the go it alone, I mean, that's a, a really lonely place to be. And especially if you're feeling challenged or you feel empty, it's hard for a spark to really ignite by itself. And I think when we are able to have a best girlfriend or your family or a coach that can, you know, have that soulful, authentic, meaningful conversation that is encouraging because sometimes when we are left in our own thoughts, it's very difficult to get out of that ruminating place where we can kind of move to deficit. And sometimes it takes that good conversation or that trusted friend that can help you, you know, kind of, you know, walk out of your shadow, not ignoring the shadow, but being aware and awake in that moment when you feel down and being okay with that. And, and maybe thinking, geez, I, I'm not sticking to my self-care plan or I'm not feeling good about myself because I haven't been practicing self-care. I mean, who can be there to sort of help light your way out of that place? Because we all are going to be there. We That's life. I mean, <laughs> life is going to land us in the darkness. And it's just what is our plan to get out of that darkness and not from a fear-fueled place, but how can I embrace the darkness and be okay that... I didn't necessarily practice self-care today or I feel depleted or just a little emotionally overwhelmed or not good, not feeling good about what I see in the mirror. We're all going to have those internal dialogues occurring and it's like how can we overcome that darkness and I think it really does go back to number one, meet yourself with love and compassion. Number two, get really clear on why it's important that practicing self-care will help move you into the light and who can be there for you to help you get through those tough times because barriers are going to happen. Days are going to happen. <laughs> Life is going to be overwhelming and you just have to realize every time you get up there's a new day and a new opportunity and I think that's one of the reasons Seal and I wanted to work together is it's hard to sustain Absolutely. a podcast or <laughs> anything, a workout really. program yeah. or to create anything that's great by yourself because it's like, I'm emotionally tired today. I don't feel as creative. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm running out of stuff to talk about. So it's in you, it kind of plays out in all yeah. aspects of your life is how can I um, 
work with people that are going to help me stay motivated, help me stay connected, help me stay inspired to stay the course based on my goals and what's important to me. And certainly for me, self-care sits at the center of everything I do because if I'm empty and I'm tired and I'm exhausted or in that place of rumination, which doesn't take me to abundance, I mean, I don't want to stay there long, but the fact that I get there sometimes often is a reality. And so what's my plan to get out of that place and um, compassion, self-care, um, just yeah, sponsorship from, mm-hmm. from, from people that love you and, um, good energy, you like need them. <laughs> yes, you need them. You need them. <laughs> a good laugh. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always good for that. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. And I think that, um, this was just a great way to open up the conversation about self-care, um, and what's coming up next on the podcast and, and some of the conversations we're going to have, not only just between Terry and I, but like, um, we're going to be inviting guests on, um, and, and really kind of tackling some other issues. Um, so, uh, you know, we're really excited about, um, all that we have ahead. So one thing, um, I'd love to share is I'm a big quote nut. And so I have two because I think these really resonate is um, you can only create in your life what you can envision in your mind. And so the ability to pause and really process and the foundation for change really is all around awareness. So as you move into 2020, I'll finish with just one final quote and There is power in the pause. It is in this place of self-reflection and inquiry that you wake up to what's important. And as I mentioned, change really requires first starting with awareness. And I think it is in that place where we can get grounded in order to create a very intentional plan to move us in the direction that really links us back to our hearts. What is the desire of your heart? Absolutely. And I think just kind of to wrap up this podcast on on self-care and and we're going to be addressing so many other, um, you know, subjects within this like one heading. Um, But I really think uh, Terry has a great um, article about self-care and kind of giving you a checklist of things uh, have taking inventory of your life. So I just want to kind of direct that to you to Tell everybody where to go. (laughs) Yeah, so um, it goes back to self-care. The quality of your life depends on it. And if you're interested in reading um, the full article, and it also will link you to the stages of change and how the whole change process works, it's on um, Empower Health America, empowerhealthamerica.com. And you just click uh, top nav bar. It will say Insights, and just click Blog. It's the very first article at the top. And if I've written another one by the time this publishes, it might be two down, but you'll be able to find it. And it really will give you some, some direction. I mean, we, we've talked back and forth about self-care and kind of just random, I wouldn't say random thoughts, but just stream of consciousness. And we're speaking from the heart. I mean, I think we want to be as authentic as we can be and, and share things that are meaningful, but this article will actually give you some steps to follow. And the workshop that we're doing <laughs> January 18th is here at Thrive in Charlotte, North Carolina. And it starts at 3.30 and it's a two and a half hour workshop. And we're going to be actually helping you pause and take inventory. I've developed a train for life assessment tool, which is a holistic tool that helps people move through that introspection and sort of that process of taking inventory. And we're going to actually work through experiential learning, doing small group 
interaction and it's going to be playful and fun. We're going to move. We're gonna, <laughs> yes, we will do this mind-body connection work, but we want people to leave with a sustainable plan for 2020 and we want to help demystify what it means to create sustainable change and we want to create a sense of community so that everybody doesn't feel like they're struggling with a self-care plan by themselves and that there is hope and there is an opportunity to be very intentional in 2020 so that you really do move into greater abundance and I think the whole premise of our of our podcast is to encourage you to pause and consider new possibilities for your life and we really want to help people feel physically healthy, mentally happy, and spiritually whole. And that's what each of our podcasts are going to be around. And certainly this uh, workshop will be no exception. So if you want to join us for the workshop on January 18th in Charlotte at Thrive, I'm going to pass it over to Terry to give you the rundown on how to do that. So again, you can go to my website, empowerhealthamerica.com, top nav bar, click um, retreats and workshops. And you'll be able to see um, how you can register. And then also I wanted to toss it back to Seal. We've got a couple of different ways that you can keep in touch with us. We've been social media crazy, but we figure if we want to make a difference in this world, we better get the word out there. That's right. So you can follow us on uh, IG at Two Scoops of Inspiration. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, which is Two Scoops of Inspiration. And you can catch us on YouTube. We'll be loading up videos soon. There are a couple videos up already that tell you a little bit more about Terry and I. But again, it's at Two Scoops of Inspiration. And then 7.30, we're planning on dropping each week Tuesdays so we can be your drive time entertainment. <laughs> Hopefully we can say something inspiring and educational, but mostly something that really connects with your heart and um, maybe triggers a call to action. Okay, so every podcast, um, our goal for you as the listener is to be able to have two takeaways. So Terry's going to give us our two takeaways now. So number one is see if you can even just for the next 30 days, in the morning, spend one minute. That's not a big commitment. 60 seconds. One minute, just kind of taking personal inventory. How do you feel emotionally? How do you feel um, in your body? Just energetically. And, you know, thoughts as well. And just ask yourself, are these thoughts aligning with what I want my day to look like? So that's number one. Number two is... If you find that you're not practicing self-care before you go to deficit thinking and judgment, I'm going to use this word a thousand times, but <laughs> pause and, and find compassion in that moment. So leaning yourself into compassion rather than judgment. That's awesome. That's like two things we can all do. And we'll have those every podcast. All right. So we're also going to be... Yes. Yeah, so be on the lookout for this. Yes. And we're, we're going to post on our new... Our YouTube channel, our yes. new, 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 blah, 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 blah. two scoops of inspiration yes. YouTube channel. Yes, we're gonna post um, what Seal and I are gonna commit to. So check that out. Um, maybe you'll be inspired or at least humored, but in some <laughs> way, um, I don't know. Maybe you'll giggle, but hopefully you'll be inspired. So this is Seal <laughs> and Terry with a podcast called Two, two Scoops, scoops of, of Inspiration. inspiration.